it's single a home day. Run. And for whatever reason, and we won't speculate about it, for whatever reason, you know, Trump is is in that camp with them. I don't know whether it's his ego, his narcissism. I don't I don't pretend to know. But we see it. We don't have to psychoanalyze him to know that he is an admirer of dictators and in particular Putin. But what bothers me are these Republican senators. They have not only sacrificed their independent judgment. They've lost their mind. They have they have given up any any sense of patriotism, in my view. Do you do you, this is a silly question, but do you know what's going on at that area fifty one? I don't believe they're oh aliens. Do you God. believe in aliens? Fifty four. Fifty four, whatever it is. Studio fifty four. Yeah, right. Do you know what's going on at Studio fifty four? I, 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 you know what? I'll, I'll tell you. If I'd been president, I would have wanted to figure out how to visit. I know. I right. would have wanted to go. Would you take me there with you? Yeah, if I'd been president, I <laughs> right. would have. I would have said, nice. you know, we, we could maybe broadcast. You could interview the aliens. Doesn't, see it, make, <laughs> doesn't it upset you that that um, even your fellow Democrats, like when someone's, like you, you said something the other day, I never rule out running again mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Fine. Yeah. Well, who cares? Yeah. They're angry. They don't want you to run again. They well, don't want you to, you know, everyone's pissed off. At you. Even your even your allies are pissed. I yeah, mean, some are. You, some do aren't. you ever just... After, you know. Do you just ever want to just lay in bed and say, fuck this, I'm getting out. I mean, I am going to go into full seclusion no. and they're never going to hear from me again. No. First of all, um, that would only delight my adversaries. Um, so <laughs> I would never do that. But secondly, I have this unique perspective, some of which we've been talking you about do. today. I have a unique perspective. I have a particular understanding of the Russian threat. And it's not going to only be Russia. I mean, so you must be laying awake at I night. I do. I worry a lot. Because you know how what I, the shenanigans yes, are. Yes, I worry, I worry a lot. You've negotiated yeah. with mm-hmm. them. You've seen secret intelligence. I have. And you know that, you know, there's these guys who phone, from Nigeria who phone your home and somehow finagle six grand out of I you know. by doing that. Yeah. And you're brilliant at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine what's going on when Vladimir Putin sits there and plans against the United States. Well, but you know, you can read the, the indictments against the Russians. And I, you know, a lot of people didn't pay attention to it, but it's very uh, informative and scary. Do you mean the Mueller report? Yeah, the yeah. indictments. Okay. The report itself, I think, is also worth reading. But if you read the indictments, you know, basically they were like, hey, Let's do everything we can to elect Donald Trump. I mean, that's, those, those are quotes those are taken. Words they those said. are words yeah. that taken. And they also said Bernie Sanders. But, you know, that's another for another day. Do we day. hate Bernie Sanders? What? Do we hate Bernie Sanders? No, I don't hate anybody. Bernie could have endorsed you quicker. Uh, he could have. He hurt him. me. There's no doubt about it. He hurt me. But going back to the indictments, because that's right. what's really important. Have you ever spoken to Bernie about that? No. No. You don't I mean, talk to him? I don't talk to him. I mean, we did when he finally endorsed me and all that. But and you're he, upset with him? No, I'm disappointed. Disappointed. Okay. okay. So, and, and I hope he doesn't do it again to whoever gets the nomination. Right. Once is enough. We yeah. got, we have to, yeah, things are very we have to right join now. forces yes. and, you know, people could speculate and, and have some good reason to speculate about how bad it might be with uh, Trump in the White House. Now we know there's no guesswork. We know. Right. And, and we know that given his personality and his, his, his rage um, against anyone who questions him lord knows what he might try to do so it's time to retire him but if you look at that indictment i mean and and 60 minutes actually had a really good show on this the other night where they took the what what they called the soldier hackers the russians who were doing it and they pieced it all together so that you know 
somebody watching 60 Minutes could have an understanding of how the orders came from the Kremlin. They went to military intelligence. These guys were recruited. They pretended to be Americans. They sowed discord. They made all kinds of, uh, you know, phony news to try to influence people. And people who say, oh, that didn't influence. You just mentioned the Nigerian guy's call. Yeah. Somebody gives them $6,000. Right. It's going advertising spends many billions of dollars to persuade you to do things. Of course, it had an impact on a considerable number of people. This character ruins Facebook. He won't. uh, Are you pissed? What a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. You know, for him to say, uh, you know, we're not going to take down, you know, fake ads. Yeah. Total lies, basically, which is what Trump is running now on Facebook against Biden. Right. um, Is. Such an abdication of responsibility. And I, I don't understand what's going through his head. I've heard him try to explain it. He doesn't do a very good job of it. Should be regulated. Listen, I've, I've been in radio be. my whole life. It's regulated. It is. I can't go on and slander you yeah, and, and, and get away with I it. I know. I know. It, because at the beginning, I think people thought it would just be a pass through. But that's not what it turned out to be. The algorithms are determining so much of what you actually it's see. It's freaky. It is. Could you support Bloomberg? I'll support whoever the Democratic nominee is. I, yeah, I don't know who that's going to be. But why not be an advocate for one person? Let's uh, because get behind I, someone. I, I mean, I know them. I, I know them all. I don't. You I don't, don't want to get. In, I don't want to get in the middle. No, I don't want to get in the middle. It's up to the voters to decide. I think Bloomberg would be a good president, but I don't know if he can win. I, I have no idea. We're going to find out because you know he's going to. He's not going to compete in the early contests, I guess. But he's right. going to compete on. on but Super I, I, I think Biden's Buttigieg interesting, right? He's very interesting. Very smart. Smart mm-hmm. guy. When this guy mm-hmm. speaks, mm-hmm. Yeah. he makes sense. Mm-hmm. But your husband—that doesn't matter but, but much your, these but, days. But your husband was—he <laughs> had a way of talking he that did. Your made husband, people understand. Your husband was some president, the explainer in chief. Yeah. Remember yes, when he gave? Definitely. You know, was. people forget that in October of 2012, Mitt Romney was ahead. Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, Bill was out there campaigning for President Obama. Bill spoke at his convention. Because we all know what's at stake. I mean, and, and, and Mitt Romney is a decent man. You know, he's somebody right. who I, I think is an honorable person. Mm-hmm. I may not agree with him, obviously. So now that we can see how one person with so much power can have such a uh, dramatic and, and damaging effect, we got to all get behind whoever gets the nomination. In your book. Yes. Gutsy women. Right. I got to disagree with one of them. Okay. What? That's right. Controversy. That's right. (laughs) Sally Ride. You point. uh, She was the first female astronaut. American. uh, She died Mm -hmm. because at the time I felt. Now, you as a mother might be able to answer this better than I. She shouldn't have gone up in space. She had a young child at home. No, she didn't. No, you're talking about the wrong woman. You're talking about the wrong woman. All right. Who am I talking about? Mae Jamison, maybe? No. no, who was no. the what woman, was the who, woman died? who died? Oh, the school uh, Krista, teacher. Uh, Krista, Krista McCallum, oh, yeah. I think her name was. Yeah, yes. there goes my yeah, theory. I thought yeah. it was Sally Ride. Like, what? Sally Ride yeah. was a hero. What are you uh, talking but you know, about? But, but you know. Well, let's talk about Krista McCallum. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Now I know yeah. why you didn't put a, her in the book, because you agree with me. She was, no, I don't no. agree with you. Oh, you but, don't? No, she, she was a school teacher. She right. was selected to be an astronaut. What a great honor. And she trained. She had no reason to believe it was going to be a disaster the way it turned out. Go ahead. So if women didn't do anything once they had children, I think that would be a great loss. Helen Keller, you're right. Listen, no one can. Uh, no great. one can. I mean, Helen Amazing. Keller, blind. Yep. Deaf. Yep. Can't, speak, can't yep. do anything. Right. And 
I also highlight Ann Sullivan, her teacher, because what a great, great instructor she was to get Helen Keller unlocked for the world. Yes. Um, Would did you consider Caitlyn Jenner? No. Think about this. I do, though, have Danica Rome. Uh huh. Danica Rome is a transgender woman who ran for the Virginia state legislature and won and was just reelected. Caitlyn Jenner, listen, anybody who is transgender in our society has got to be brave. I mean, come on. It is right, right. I I think it's an incredible... Uh, Especially a Bruce Jenner who has this amazing uh, recognizability and history and then has this problem. I have to admit, I'm like, wow, Bruce Jenner. Right. Of all people, yeah. the guy on the Wheaties you watched him. You watched him in the Olympics, Oh, I'm my sure. God. Yes. And by the way, was there ever a better looking guy in terms of physique well, Besides power? your first Look at his children. you left Look, for Bell. Yeah. Who, was, yeah, who was better looking? <laughs> Bruce Jenner when he was in the Olympics or your first boyfriend who was built like a Greek god? <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. Who is better looking? Your husband, Bill? Or the Greek god boyfriend. Oh, different, totally different looks. Uh, okay, very diplomatic. Yeah, well, <laughs> diplomatic but truthful. You recognize Bella Abzug, who was I spectacular. Adored Bella, fabulous congresswoman, right? And, and you know, and 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 did you know? And I, yeah, you know, we could have written hundred page books about these women. We only had a few pages. She was also a great civil rights lawyer. I mean, she was down in Mississippi defending people who were charged with crimes they didn't commit. She was amazing. And you know why she would get ridiculed? Because of the way she looked. Of course. With and her hat, hat yeah. and the whole the thing, talking, right? Yeah. The yeah. New York yeah. accent, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. So in a way, what she you're was- saying with this book <laughs> is, listen. These are women who have to be recognized. This is your version of the Academy Award. Yeah. You are saying to history, let's not forget these women. Right. And and to people today who I hope will read it, meet these women. Find out about them. Be inspired. inspired. You know who I would have put in there? Who? Joan Rivers. What do you think of that? Uh, That's an interesting idea. Yeah. You didn't ask me who she I didn't be ask you. Yeah, you yeah. Never there are enough comedians in the book. I'll give you, you, you put in Geraldine Ferraro. I now, did. I, this is another one I take exception with. Oh. Because I feel Geraldine Ferraro cost the election for Walter Mondale. I mean, who knows? I mean, oh, what do I you want to so. All right, all right. Maybe that's a so. bit strong. Yeah. But Geraldine Ferraro knew her husband was a questionable kind of character. She didn't, when she was being vetted, she didn't come clean. When I say come clean, she could have volunteered some information and said, I might be a problem. Well, I have a, I have a different take on that. Okay. And, and, the, and it's this. I know her husband. I do not believe that a lot of the uh, allegations against him were at all fair or well-founded. Okay. But we were just getting into the era where people would be picked apart in a way that they had never anticipated before. And so I think, yeah, were they ready for that? No. But who was? And And so I think her, I mean, her political career, her... Her energy, the way she presented herself, um, and then she too, toward the end of her life, had this, you know, blood cancer. Right. And she she went to Congress and testified about it. She was very open about it. I, she's, so I'm wrong. I, I would I would oh I wouldn't have put look it, how you're winning this debate. Look at you. I'm putting out a book. <laughs> but you, you in my book, I yeah. included Ellen DeGeneres, and you included Ellen DeGeneres. I did. And she is a hero to me. She's a hero to me, too. Uh, you know, I remember when she came out. She had the sitcom. She came out. I was very proud of her. 
Because, again, in show business, I don't care what you say, we remember the days of Brock Hudson when they we said, do. if he comes out, that's the end of his leading man career. Right. And right. even today, when somebody comes out, it's a big to-do. Right. And she and, and, and is that the reason you admire her? Yes. And, and the way she handled it. Yes. I mean, she is the one who finally said, I can't continue pretending I'm somebody I'm not. What did you think when she got criticized? She's sitting next to George Bush. And she was joking she went, around with him. Nothing wrong with that. That was insane, we right? We need more of that. Right. Civility. I mean, come on. Civility, decorum, listening and talking to each other. Enough with the chants and the insults. Let's have a conversation. Do you know what she was showing George Bush at the time on her phone? I do not. A painting of mine that I did, a watercolor. You are kidding me. Ellen told me that. Well, because... I got her He's in trouble. Well, you should now. talk to Bush yeah. about well, painting. I'm a watercolorist, and he is a watercolorist, and she thought it would be, and she's an admirer of some of my watercolors. That so, is terrific. Isn't that crazy? Well, did you take lessons like he did? I did take lessons. I still Good do. for you. Yeah, I love it. What do you do for fun? Because I would imagine you need something she's to unwind. doing an awful lot of reading. I mean, reports. <laughs> no, well, I'm not doing four that. Four-volume uh, books. Yeah. Well, that's because you're a lawyer. Yeah. Law degree is yeah. the greatest yeah. degree, right? I, well, it's a did very flexible one. Did you try to tell Chelsea? One. Did Chelsea get a law? No, she no, didn't get a law. No, She got a PhD in uh, international relations, public health. I, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. My yeah. daughter's in the middle of getting a PhD. It's not Great. easy. Great. Yeah. What is she getting it in? She will be uh, in psychology. Good you know. for her. Yeah, good yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really hard. It's an it's oh my a god, she huge is huge commitment. I am so proud of her. She's breaking her good, butt good, getting that thing. Good, but but uh, no, but when you when you think about it, that Ellen DeGeneres top notch. I mean, you say look, who's going to argue with Anne Frank? Of course, but the one I like yeah. is uh, Greta Thunberg. Oh, this girl, what a she what made a, it in. Oh, that's she wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, I mean, because we heard about her, you know, we were writing the book last spring and we heard about her little lonely climate strike all by herself in front of the Swedish parliament. Well, how many 16 year olds? Yeah, I know, holding her little sign. But these uh, people are like angry with her. They're calling her retarded. Well, that's They're... because they can't stand the truth, especially from a young woman. And, and listen, if I was a young person, I'd be in a panic about the way we've handled we the environment. We are, we are condemning our planet and it makes me sick. You would have been something with the environment, I feel. Uh, I feel you would have been on it i would have been totally on it what, I mean, what could we have done what would we have done when if you had uh, we would done, have done what i said you should have yeah. been the president well what would we, you have we, done? we we could have done a much faster move toward renewables you know right. remember i got into all this trouble saying that you know coal was going to be uh you know it, it was going to end and it is right. we've had all these bankruptcies of coal companies i mean i was telling the truth unfortunately you should have lied i, I should have lied um <laughs> no no but you really yeah. should have i i guess because you know, you know if you're too truthful uh, you end up turning off somebody it's a problem yeah because uh, yeah, somebody did lie yeah <laughs> well you know that almost everyone lies because even when you see oh, sanders everybody does even when you yeah. see bernie sanders and this yeah. was a perception i had mm -hmm. you would say a policy when you right. were running against right. him for the nomination right right and the next day you go, yeah, well, free college for everyone. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like when you run for a, a fifth grade class. Yeah, right. That's I'll give right. you free yeah. everything. Chocolate milk for Chocolate milk for everyone and yeah. more recess. <laughs> yeah. More pizza. Words, and then it makes it and look then, like you're a stick in the mud. I know. And then when you say, well, wait a minute, where, where's no the sense. money going to come from? Then you're, what a matter? Are you against free college? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Oh, you want people there. to be yeah, a high, yeah. in Put them in prison, right. Who else do you have on the list? Let me go real quick because I've held you here way too long. Uh, Billie Jean King, I get that. Oh, oh yes. I adore Same her. Thing, Absolutely. Yeah. She did. You know, she also, when she came out much, you know, before oh, Ellen, right. lost all of her endorsements or sponsorships. Et cetera. But everything that? that happens in the world of sports based on Billie Jean King you for got women. It. Equal pay. Yes. Right. 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 
By the way, your book is number one. It is good. Oh! Yeah. Will your publisher, Simon & Schuster, buy an ad for you? Because, <laughs> you know, my book came out at number one, and they said to me, uh, I said, oh, why don't you buy an ad? They go, no, 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 you just talk about it. <laughs> That's, That's, the right. the That's what they say to us. Yes, publishing is not very glamorous when you're number it one. It is not, but no. you've always been number one. Your book's yeah, always I been know, number but, one. but I wanted a little uh, yeah, celebration. Yeah. I, Somebody I'm, did your survey. I'm always tooting my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, who, who's your, uh, did you work with uh, Jonathan Carp? I did. Oh, I did. Look at you. I like him. Nice guy, nice, right? Very Smart nice guy. guy and uh, Priscilla Payton was also very helpful. She uh, was a good editor. The editor? editor? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had a terrific editor, yeah. too. Let me see. Who else you got? You got Maya Angelou. I don't get poetry. I just can't. It doesn't but matter. She was what a such life. a personality. Yeah. I mean, I I'm going to read your all, book because I do need to. I need more history. Have you read Howard Zinn's book? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Or is it the recent one? I just thought, no, I'm talking about his, his classic. Oh, ancient. Yeah, I started I reading that. because I really, I had no, unlike you, yeah. I did not pay attention in yeah. school. Yeah. I had other things on my mind. <laughs> I, I, and I, and I, and this is a, this is important for yeah. me to know. Why yeah. is Maya Angelou great? Okay. I will say, number one, we were talking about childhood. Have you ever read her book, I Know, I know why, why the, the Caged Bird, bird sings? sings? Yeah. Listen. This child. If I told you the books I've read, you just walk out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Is Archie ahead. in there? <laughs> yeah. Archie and Veronica. I didn't read Archie. <laughs> yes. This, she was a little girl, and she was raped, and she stopped speaking for two years. Mm. But while she was not speaking, she was reading. In this little, tiny, segregated town in South Arkansas called Stamps, she, would, she read every book in the, quote, colored library. Mm -hmm. Then she went and tried to get books out of the white library, and she memorized, she memorized Shakespeare and she memorized Langston Hughes. And then she recreated herself. Wow. I mean, it's such an amazing story. You know, and she read the, she wrote a poem, Pulse of the Morning, that she read at Bill's inauguration. Yeah. It, it was just breathtaking. So she became a friend of mine, but her life story, her accomplishments, she was a renaissance woman but she gave maybe robin do you she gave courage to a lot of women. absolutely absolutely she really did i believe she is the creation of oprah winfrey when you absolutely. say when you yeah. say when you say you're friends with these people i mean like you'll get together and hang yeah when 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 i got to know her yeah before where she do died. you hang with these people usually at a private home oh yeah yeah usually. is it weird no it's great are you kidding it's great it's, it, you know, first of all, I'm like any other person. It's, it's so exciting and interesting to see people that I admire sort of behind the scenes. What are they like? How do they behave? Um, uh, you know, and to be with somebody like her. And I, I remember I visited. Do you her get for, nervous when you go to see these people? Like, oh, like, what if they what don't do I like say? me? <laughs> I, I might get nervous with some. Um, like, I think I was nervous the first time I met Nelson Mandela oh, because yeah. I thought he was. The most amazing human being in the 20th century. Well, who do you know could live in a prison his entire seconds. life? I mean, think about for that. a cause. Okay, let me let me tell you my favorite Mandela story. Okay. So he gets out of prison. He has said many times, "When I walked out of prison, I knew I had to let the hatred go, or I would still be in prison." First but of how all, do you that's, do that? Well, you got to work on yourself because it's not easy. Um, so I go to his inauguration. He gets elected president, and I'm with a huge, wonderful. American delegation, lots of people who had supported him, had been anti-apartheid activists, plus people from around the world who had supported him, like Fidel Castro. And, you know, unfortunately, at that point in time, I couldn't say hello to Fidel Castro. So I was constantly avoiding him. But we oh, get to Fidel the, was there. Yeah, Fidel was there. So we get to the lunch and it's in this huge tent on the president's uh, house lawn. 
And Mandela gets up and he says, I want to welcome everyone, all of all of these very important people, all these VIPs. But the most important people who are here for me today are these three men. Calls them by name, asks them to stand. They were three of his white jailers. Oh, my God. And he said, these three men in all those years treated me with dignity. They treated me like a man, a person. So I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'd. I'm, I'm fighting with Republicans over health care. You know, people are saying crazy things. And here's Nelson Mandela literally modeling what you should strive for. So oh, that's the most moving you, thing ever. Oh, my God. It was amazing. I, I had the best times with him. I'm so moved by yeah. that. Yeah. Man, what a guy. What an what a world we live in when I you know. got guys like that. Well, there are it's amazing like, people. It's yeah. like the second coming of Jesus Christ. It, it's people who who work on themselves like you did going to therapy. But how do more work? credit to you. Yes. You work on yourself You because, you know, Mandela and I spent a lot of personal time with him over the years. Um, and, and he would say to me, he said, I was a really angry young man. Mm-hmm. I was angry at the world. I hated white people. I hated our conditions. I hated everything. And I realized that was killing me on the inside. So you have to be self-aware enough, and he was. You mean he didn't lead a locker-up chant <clears throat> against no. his opponent? Or anybody else, Boy, really. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Hillary Clinton, what an honor to meet you. It was fun, Howard. Oh, my goodness. It really was. You. You're something I, I wanted you to be president so bad. Thanks. Thank you. That's why, you know, I reached out, but I, I don't know if I went through the right channels. Did you what. hear about that? I did not. Until, I even went. Literally, I, went, I did not know until. I went until, to the New York Times, and the, I don't do a lot of interviews, so I went to the New York Times and Washington Post, and I was openly begging you to come mm. on the show. But I, I had, you know, it's a weird thing. that I, I'll just tell you this real quick. Yeah. It's a weird thing. There was a guy in radio years ago when I first got in, Lee Abrams, very brilliant guy, and he would talk about the audience, and he would analyze the audience, and he would talk about, that he would label the audience. There were certain people who were this, that, the other thing. And then he would say there was also earth dogs, earth dogs. This is the way he would analyze. And he'd say, um, you have a lot of earth dogs. It wasn't a negative. Um, it wasn't a negative word. It meant a certain type of guy, working class guy. This is what he believes. This is what he's doing. And I, I listened to the research because why not? It's there right. and it's free. Right. So when you were running, and I'm talking about going back even as far as when you were running against Obama trying to get the nomination, I said, this woman has done it all. Senator, you know, you hadn't been a Secretary of State yet, but but you had, you know, White House, you, you well-spoken, Yale, the whole, the whole thing. I knew the whole thing, and I thought, this is going to be some spectacular presidency. In the same way I feel about Bill's presidency, you know, this is going to be spectacular. And the two of them together are spectacular. And uh, I figured uh, maybe if you came in on, in the, in during the 2016 election, I could talk to you like a person and maybe say to the Earth Dog audience, uh, this is a cool woman. She really cares. Maybe, maybe you don't get her 100%, but she cares. She's devoted her life to public service. She's a public servant. She likes people. And then maybe, I don't know. Maybe a couple more votes there. Who yeah, knows? That but, was what I was thinking. But you know what? I think you were right. And I think that I didn't know about it, but I probably 
would not have done it if I had known about it. Because, because of my reputation. Well, and, and also it just, you know, in a presidential campaign, the priorities, I, I often did not prioritize media the way I should have. And I think that's one thing that, you know, Trump would interview any, with anybody and in his pajamas, they would take him. Right. Um, and so he was just a constant presence. And, you know, I, I made, I think I made a miscalculation. I do. Well, listen, yeah. because you're a no nonsense person, you're kind of like, you know what? Just, I just want to get to work. I know. That's I'm, my, I I'm dear enough to get in there <laughs> and right. really make yeah. some moves. Yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, but gosh. I would see you doing so few other radio shows, and okay. I'd say to myself, "Well, all right, look, look, it didn't happen. Listen, who knows if it would have moved the needle? We well, don't know. Probably, never don't know, probably would have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Well, look, you know, one thing that you know, I would like her to address because she was the Secretary of State. You know, we keep hearing this term, deep state, deep state, deep state. Who are these people? You know, this is a term which was uh, coined by political scientists to describe certain countries, like, for example, Pakistan, mm -hmm. where the military and the intelligence services basically ran the country. And so you could get elected, but if they didn't like them, like what you were doing, or you cross them, you were out. You right. know, maybe you'd get arrested, you'd get deported, you'd get accused of something. In one case, you'd get assassinated or executed. So it it has a very particular meaning. And when it started to be used by Trump and his uh, associates about the United States, it was so wrongheaded. And I think we've seen that in the impeachment. Who who are they uh, maligning? They're maligning career military. That guy. They're maligning career foreign service officers. They're maligning we uh, need these civil people. service. These are the people who run government from uh, administration to administration. And you know these people. I know these people. And you know what? They are not all Democrats. They are conservative. They right. are liberal. They are Republican. They are, are Democrat. But they put country first. That's what I was going to say. They're patriots. And yes. we need to honor them. And they are not in any way plotting against the president, but they do have an obligation like the whistleblower saw when they see something that is an abuse of power. And let's not mince words. Trump was trying to bribe the president of Ukraine to take action by announcing the beginning of an investigation on an unfounded theory against his domestic political opponent for his own personal and political gain. I mean, if you're a, if you, you are, you couldn't write a novel like this. You can't make it up. It's Who crazy. Who would ever think anybody yeah. would do I'm that? I'm very, I, listen, I am so disenchanted with oh. what's going on. Listen, yes, Hillary sir. and Chelsea Clinton, <laughs> you got together with your daughter, you wrote a book. Yes. And as I say, I, I, I would market this as the Academy Awards of Women. Thank you. Who are the women that you, Hillary Clinton, say are gutsy? Yeah. This is what we're talking about. Right, right. Why am I yelling? I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. We can hear you. <laughs> I feel like you can't hear me, so I'm going to say it. Gutsy Women is available wherever books are sold. Right. And we know where that is. Yeah. I don't have to go through the list. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and promotion, I would assume, for Christmas. Why yeah. not a Christmas? Yeah. Yes. It's a good gift Could for Christmas. Could you imagine in, in Christmas uh, you hand someone my book and your book together? Oh, what a combo. What a, what a combo. combo. After this morning, that's a natural. <laughs> Come on. I mean, wow. Wouldn't it be something? Well, I am honored to have met you. Oh, thank uh, I mean, this is exciting for me. I've met uh, Paul McCartney. He's a good one. 
Do you love him? I love him. Yeah. Love him. Oh, I heard you, you loved. Were, I heard yeah. you loved Fabian. I did. Fabian, Fabian, you know, my sister loved Fabian. Back in the day. My, my <laughs> sister's a little older than me. Yeah. I yeah. say to her, everybody Fabian. loves Elvis. Yeah. What the hell are you a Fabian? You were in the Fabian fan club. I what? Tell your sister. I was <laughs> for Fabian. a short period of time. I was the president of the Fabian oh, fan my club. Do you feel it only silly had two now. other people in it. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel silly saying that now in light of history? No, because I was so young and he was so cute. He was your fantasy. <laughs> Yes. 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 But of the Beatles, it was Paul. It right? was always Paul. Yeah. Yeah. No, Paul, I go way back John, with Paul. What, what you know? What to me, those guys were. They taught me more than anyone, and still do. They do. I mean, you put on White Album, you listen to that, you learn something every time. There's, it's unreal. It is unreal. I and was I, thinking of a John Lennon lyric the other day, and I went, "Oh, that's what he meant." I'm just starting to get it. Yeah. Hey, Jude. I mean, think about it. All of it. All of it. I mean, I find his, I find their music to be so not just a part of my past. Like, like I have a lot of music that's part of my past. This is like past my present and my future. Were you a rock fan? I was. Yeah. You wouldn't go to a Zeppelin concert though, would you? No, I didn't ever. I didn't, but I, I went to the first Rolling Stones concert that ever came to Chicago back Ah. in the early, you know, to mid sixties. Are they the world's greatest rock and roll band? They're amazing. They yeah, are. They are amazing. Because of the amount of material that this band put out. Yeah. And look, their staying power, their stamina, it's inspirational to people like us. It me. is. How is he alive? <laughs> I don't know. And, and how is Keith Richards alive? That's the more interesting question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's something to investigate. But his book was brilliant. Keith's. Oh, God, yes. How does the how do the Rolling Stones stay together after Keith slaughtered Mick Jagger in that book? Mick is a really pragmatic guy. Is you Mick know, he like Mandela drink. in a he sense? Does, he doesn't drink and he works out every day. Is Mick like, do you know Mick? I do. I've never met him. Oh, I meet you him. would love him. Where do you meet Mick? Oh, gosh, I've met, I, I met him first probably in the White House. I don't he know. He came to see you. When you're in the White House, you can invite anybody to come see you. I what guess. do you say to these people? Uh, like, I just, you know, just. Do you fan out over them or do you my just mother be cool? loved the Rolling Stones. That's, that's progressive. So the Rolling Stones were at the Beacon Theater. I think it was a Scorsese filming. Mm. So we were invited. Oh, yes. I brought my mother. I thought she was going to pass out. And you know who her favorite was? Keith Richards. Oh, oh my yeah. Goodness. So because my mother loved Keith Richards, we asked if he would call her on her birthday. And he did. It was like the best birthday she ever had. Is there a lot of discussion with your husband about whether it's appropriate to call uh, Keith Richards and ask for this favor? Or do you just go ahead and do it? I <laughs> just mean, go ahead and do it. Really? Yeah. Because we got to know them. That. We've gotten to know them over over time. And Keith's like, yeah, I'll, I'll call your mother. Keith was great. And then Keith, we were we were vacationing we're near where he had a vacation home. He came over and saw my mother. He no, was, he what, was what do you mean? Un- unannounced, he said, "Hey, I'm going to come no, over." No, no, he, he knew we were there. We, he well. knew we had come, and this was, you know, years ago, and he came by. He Does he jam crazy. at all, or is uh, he just no? no he just no, talks. Just, just talks. Does anyone understand what he's saying? <laughs> yeah, he's quite articulate, actually. I make the comparison to Nelson Mandel, not on the same level. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but but the fact that 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 Mick Jagger could be in a band with this guy who now badmouths him. That book, Keith, just it just basically says the most horrible things about him. But look, I think it'd be like if you hung out with Trump after all the things yeah, he said about you. Yeah, that would be you. hard, right? <laughs> that would be hard. But but Keith but, treats Mick like he's Trump. Well, but they've been together for so long, and I think I don't know. I think they understand each other. Unbelievable! <laughs> wow, you've seen it all, haven't you? Uh, not at all. I'm hoping to see more. You want to see? More. I want to see more. Sure. I'm, I, 
Yeah, I want to see more. I know. Why not? Life, yeah. you got one life. Yeah, Might I want to well... keep going. I'm enjoying myself yeah. to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got grandkids now. You want to watch them grow oh, up. Oh, my gosh. You I've have got grandchildren. I've got three grandkids. Yeah. Adorable, how, how, Be honest. How much time can you spend with them before you're ready to run out of the room? <laughs> we, Not, don't actually, give me the... We uh, actually spend a lot. Really? But, but I will tell you, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. Because when it happens to you, oh you my think, God. oh, my God, this is so wonderful. And then you're, like, lying on the floor. It's At so a exhausting. certain age, you can't do it. <clears throat> now we are, I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a four-month-old. When I look at Alec Baldwin, who's an older guy, and he's got young kids running around. He does. Around. How is he doing that? He, you know, he's a good sport about it. He really is. I saw him. Um, I saw him a few months ago, and he just like has totally bought into it. He is so present. He takes those kids everywhere. He does everything. Billy Joel too. I yeah. had dinner with him recently, yeah. and uh, we had been involved in a charity and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah, and we have dinner. And he's got little babies I running know. around. He's got little kids. And he's like, oh, this is great. I know. He must have a lot of help. We saw, I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's at yeah. Madison Square Garden all the time. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> all right, listen, I got the high sign. You got to go. You oh, spent way too much time. Thank you fun. so much for giving yeah. us yeah. all this been time. Great, Robin. Thank I apologize you. for keeping you so long, but I, um, I'm a big fan. And who knows when I'll ever see you again. Hillary and Chelsea Clinton's book, The Book of Gutsy Women. What they're saying to you is there are women out there maybe you'd learn something about. You're sitting there, you're playing video games, and you're not learning anything. <laughs> this could teach you something. It's available wherever books are sold. I will uh, read this on my Kindle. Thank you. I would like to learn. I hope you will. I'm going to do I that. I hope you will. And a special thank you to Janitor John that basically got this couple together, Bill That's and Hillary. That's right. That's right. Does Janitor romantic. John know? <laughs> Does he know? Have you ever heard from this guy? No. No. Uh, no. Anyway, a lot of fun. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And we will be back after this, Robin, for a recap. And um, Madam Secretary, this is President <laughs> Hillary Clinton. From your lips to God's ears, right? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe yeah. you will. Don't run again. You yeah. know what? You don't need You're not running again. Sit home. You Do whatever what? you want, That's you know Madam what? Secretary. You would have been, been fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Screw everyone. Oh. They missed out. They missed out. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm plenty scared after what you said about what's going on behind the scenes and all of the all of the disasters we've averted. We need a calm, steady hand right now. We got lots of issues. We didn't even crazy. get into those. We should talk about those again sometime. Yeah, come back, will you? I will. Come back in about 15 minutes. Just so, use <laughs> this as your pulpit I anytime you want to talk. And just um, pencil in a free day on your schedule. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, an honor to meet you. And we'll be back right after these words. Am I on, Fred? You are. Oh, look at oh that. Yeah. Ah. What are you doing here? <laughs> so many people calling in want to comment, and uh, I'll let them uh, I'll open up the phones. Yes, Maggie, Massachusetts. Howard, Howard, thank you so much for taking my call. I just want you to know that I've been in the car. I have not got out of the car for the entire interview. You moved, She moved me to tears. You moved me to tears. Hearing Hillary speak to the struggles of women in every aspect, business, and just beyond was yeah. so incredible. I, I do had, love her. To, to, to know that she she won the popular vote and lost the election. It, to this day, I still cry about it. I'm crying right now. Aww. You're the most incredible interviewer, and I just love hearing her speak. And if she could only have come on when she was running, she would have won, Howard. She would have won. I truly believe that, Howard. Well, we'll never know that. We'll never know that. Look, history uh, is what it is, and 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 that's. Uh, but but boy, what a what a wonderful conversation! That was really a highlight for me, Maggie, and I'm and I'm glad it moved Thanks. you. All right, thank you. I really did. Thank right, you, bye. Howard. She's bye. been in her car for longer than two hours. 
listening. Uh, her car broke down. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you oh, know. I thought it was by choice. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm quite moved by her. I'm, 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 I'm moved by uh, several people in this world, but she's one of them, big one. Yes, we went very long today, Robin. Be- I know, too long. I didn't uh, even get to Chris Wilding losing his anal virginity. Uh, there was a big announcement. What? Yes, yes, that's right. I thought he was a top. <laughs> well, he is, <laughs> but it turns out things went awry. <laughs> what? what, what? But we'll get to that next week. Misdirected. Yep. (laughs) How dare you? Hey, Claire, we'll take a couple of phone calls people want to react to. Mrs. Clinton being here. Uh, Yes, Claire, in South Carolina. Howard, I love you. Oh, my God. That was the best interview. I hung on every single word. I, it was, it was was a lot of fun for me. Listen, I know, and I know that was fun for you because you brought it out in yourself. But anyway, I was waiting for her to cough, and she did. Yes. <laughs> yes, she did. We heard it all. We heard coughing. We heard, we've heard heard emotional statements. We heard everything. We heard her love story. We heard it all. We heard it, it all. It was amazing. And we heard coughing. That's, that is true. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. Because that was 17 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Poor woman. It was like she was being interrogated. Uh, yes. Well, you know what they'll say, that she's dying because she coughed. Right. Well, she's not running for anything now. Right. So maybe people will cut her some slack. Maybe. Maybe. Do you want to get to some news or do you want to? I don't to... know. It all depends on how you feel about it. You just had well, a, I a like grueling. To... <laughs> grueling yeah. No, there wasn't grueling at all, actually. Well, I mean, just to talk for that yeah. long and but, to, uh, no, I mean, you know, the... stay on track. Maybe there's a couple of uh, stories you want to hit and then, you know. And well, then... uh, the one, uh, there's one or two. Um, first of all, you know, you were talking about the situation with Gabrielle Union and, right. um, America's AGT yeah. earlier this week and this morning and uh, yesterday, you know, you sort of put it into context because I said, Gabrielle's missing the point. All the women get swept out. Right. Yeah. That's what happens. It doesn't matter what you do. And right. so um, Sharon Osbourne was talking on Entertainment Tonight and said she agrees with you mm. about Simon. One, one. What do you make of Howard Stern slamming Simon on his radio show? It's the way he feels. I agree with a lot of it. Did he smoke on set? Did Simon smoke on set? Of course Simon smokes on set. He probably is the only one I've ever worked with that that smokes in a building or wherever he wants. It's Simon. It's his show. He can set himself on fire. I love Sharon. I mean, I'm a big... He can set himself on fire. Best thing that ever happened to that show, The uh, the View. The View. The Talk. talk. No, it's not The View. It's It's the the same thing. (laughs) That is uh, Sharon. She's just fucking awesome, right? She is. She just, you know, she'll always tell you what she's thinking. That's one thing. She's another straight shooter. Yeah. She also talks about how Howie got his own plane, mm. even though she'd been at AGT longer. One, two. It is a boys club. Yes. Okay. It is. And the boys take care of each top. other. And the women are not paid as much as the men. I was on the show before Howie. He got his own plane. I love Howie. And I don't begrudge anyone earning what they earn good for you god bless you but when my old ass has been there (laughs) building the show 
and I get an American airline ticket, and he's in a private plane, and I what get What happened? Less. Exactly. And I get less because I'm me, and I'm not in the club, and I'm not one of the guys. Well, I'll tell you what, she was a fabulous judge. Yes, she was. Uh, and uh, delightful to sit next to. I mean, that woman would say things to me I'd never heard before. I've, I've, I've been around the block, but uh, yeah, you know, but but makes a point. But I, I think with Howie, the only way that uh, he could work is he does so many stand-up dates. He was dates. doing a lot of shows right at the yeah. very beginning, too. So he made it part of his deal. probably took less salary. And, uh, that you know, it wasn't like he got... Nah, she just noticed he had a plane. Trust me, before <laughs> I signed on there, I checked out what everyone's deal was. Oh, you knew. You no, know, I knew what was going on. Uh, Sean, what's up in Pennsylvania? This is Sean. Hey, Howard. How you doing this morning? Hey, now. Hey, just uh, I wanted to say, uh, I did three years ago vote for Trump. Um, but I tell you, man, if she had come on during that election, my vote would have swung... Wow, 150%. It was amazing to hear her talk. I mean, all you ever heard, well, all I knew was what I saw in the media, and they painted her out to be this monster. Well, Sean, but you're breaking really, my heart because it's exactly what I felt. I think had you heard her commitment to the United States and to the security of the United States and her organized approach to the United States, I think it would have made a difference to a lot of people. I do think that. So I, 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 you're I don't confirming... think a lot of people ever got to really know her. That's right. But I'm glad uh, yeah. you got to hear that. Good, Sean. Thank you. You got it. Well, so many people want to call in and talk about Hillary Clinton. Good. I'll take another one. Uh, let's go to, uh, oh, I don't know. Let's get to Tracy. Tracy. Hi, Howard. I just wanted to congratulate you on getting the real Hillary Clinton in the studio. I know. We always have a so fake excited. Hillary Clinton. Yes. It was nice to talk to somebody real. Somebody I said to me. I was waiting to hear something funny come out of her mouth, and I was like, it's really her. They were waiting for something sexual. I did. No. <laughs> it's so true. We couldn't make her say anything like that. Yeah. That was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Bill Maher said to me, you know, you had the I'm fake one. waiting Arnold. for the fake one. Yeah, right. He, he can't tell who's who. <laughs> Uh, what else is in the news, Robin? I've learned a few things here. First of all, Billie Eilish. Yes. I feel personally connected to her. Because she was here. At this point. Yeah. Yeah, 121 is one of her songs just to remind people of who she is. Yeah, she's really good. I mean, she's no bullshit. And by the way, she's 16 or 17. 17. She probably has got a couple of more good albums in her. So you're tough. Absolutely. I love it. Because really, this is like her as a kid. Imagine if she matures. Well, this is exactly it. You're going to see her mature and, and the subject matter might change and the way she expresses herself. Yeah, Fred, why can't you write me a hit song? This kid's 16 and writing hit songs. You couldn't write something like this? Gotta live her life. I guess so. Anyway. She hasn't lived much of a life, Fred. <laughs> but a good well, life. Neither Billy is Fred. Yeah. Right. Is the first recipient of the Apple Music Award for Global Artist of the Year. Now, did she have to put this out <laughs> or did they start uh, putting out information like this? The teen singer will accept the award and perform a live streamed concert today mm. at Apple's California headquarters. Her album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, is also Apple's album of the year. And on top of that, Eilish and her brother Phineas will be named Songwriters of the Year. You see what I got here? What? 
This is my Secret Service pin. Wow. Oh, I have one, too. Oh, you got one? Yes. I didn't know you got one. Yeah. FBI, everybody get down! Down on the ground! <laughs> I'm going to make uh, Ronnie wear it. When I went over and talked me. to uh, yeah. Hillary Clinton's two Secret Service dudes. I said, dudes, I'd like to interview you. She said that they're sworn <laughs> to secrecy. I don't know. <laughs> that's but, right. You're not getting anything out of that. Well, that's a badass job. Look at... I said to these guys, what now? What does this pin mean? Can I get out of a ticket? I mean, what, what, what do you do <laughs> with do it? And, and Hillary said, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> I think I've lost my pin already. Yeah, I didn't know you had one. I don't want mine now. I, oh. I thought I was the only one who got it. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time I had to talk to the Secret Service? I, no. I mean, I didn't have to go in or anything, or they didn't come looking for me. Was that when you met Bush? It was when I wanted to interview George H.W. Bush. Right. And I didn't have any kind of a security clearance. You were supposed to get a security clearance before you got to talk to him. Right. And so I got his press secretary to say yes. And he said, but you're going to have to get past those guys. And these two really tall men who I almost couldn't see they were so tall. Hmm. They sent me over to them. And uh, the PR said, the PR guy said, look, she can go talk. You know, we have a slot for her to interview George Bush if you uh, say she's OK. Mm. And they looked down at me and they said, her. <laughs> <laughs> and right. the PR guy said, yeah. And they, they looked at me and they said, oh, she's no problem. Let her go. Yeah, what's she going to do? <laughs> They were like, oh, she's not, you know, By the there's way, no way she's going to cause a the problem. The Secret Service guys took a picture with Richard and Sal because they're big fans of Richard and Sal. You're kidding. No, I was like, man, you don't, you better burn that. Well, they took a picture with you, Prevalent. too. They did. Prevalent. So it was you and Sal they were impressed by. No, Sal was nude, too. <laughs> oh. picture. It's Sal's in his usual state. Yeah, They wanted to smell Richard's dick, but I told them oh. it's not appropriate. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But uh, he'll let a couple other people, people want to get in and... Uh, Say stuff. Yeah, it was quite a morning. Ian, go ahead in New York. Hey, what's up, Howard? Hi. Uh, long time. Uh, love you guys. Listen, uh, I'm a conservative. I've always hated Hillary. This interview changed my entire process of thinking about her. You disarmed her. She was not a politician, and I had no idea how cool she was. I'm yeah. going to buy the book. I am, and, too, actually. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to buy it, for sure. Well, Ian, you're not the only one. This is going to be very shocking to you. Alex Jones is on the phone. He likes oh, Hillary. Really? Now. He's changing his tune? Alex, this is unbelievable. Howard, the interview was so beautiful, and it, it really moved me, and it put Hillary in such a great light. And I, I just need to know, what did her reptile gills look like in person? Oh, you see, you tricked me. You can see I heard the call. She has the subhumanoid genetic experiments that were done on her membranes. You can hear the mucus coming up with the car. <laughs> there he is. He, there's some he people never you can't win gets over. Off that kick. Steven Singer is so great, Robin. I mean, wow. This is the holiday season. I hate Steven Singer is the logo because all of his competition hate him. Steven Singer, you've heard it for years. But what does it mean, I hate Steven Singer? This time of year, most other jewelers love to hate Steven Singer because... Steven says he has the most beautiful, best-value diamond studs anywhere. He can choose a great pair of high-quality Anita diamond stud earrings for under $270. They are 100% flawless to the eye and near colorless. And they sparkle, too. Diamond studs are a gift that will last a lifetime. Steven Singer gives everyone a full lifetime trading guarantee. This means you can upgrade your diamond studs 
at any time and receive the full value off a new pair. Only pay the difference. That's the kind of stuff going on at Steven Singer. Make holiday shopping easy. Show her how much you care with diamond stud earrings at the perfect price with fast and free shipping. Visit Steven Singer at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real diamonds, real experts, real jewelers. Not, not one person walks out of there unhappy. I'm telling you, Steven Singer, no one does real diamond studs better. Steven Singer jewelers for the holidays. Everybody loves Steven Singer, including Robin. What's not to love? That's right. Ronnie in Texas. Hey. Howard, that was so... I wanted to tell her I'm sorry that I believed the hype. And we we did not elect the presidential person. Well, you know, I think what we're all responding to is that uh, we got um, we had a nice conversation. It was just a very interesting and and uh, I, I broad conversation. I have, I'm sorry. I, I, like Sean, I wish I would have known this Hillary three years ago. Yeah, I, I hear you, and it breaks my heart that uh, you know. I'm I, listen. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know if coming on our show would have made a difference or not. I somehow think it could have. But because we have a lot of people listening to us and um, a lot of people maybe didn't hear her in the in the way that they should have. And and who knows what would happen. But I'm and glad. I don't even think it was the hearing of her. It was the propaganda. Right. You know, that yes. that campaign yes. of disinformation about her. I believe the hype about the Saudi Arabian money. Yeah. <laughs> and right. I feel like a fool. You're not a fool. It's just that we're constantly exposed to weird shit, and it's sometimes it's very hard to to see things clearly. It really is. Well, but, uh, Howard, I do Howard. believe that woman would have been an amazing president. I truly do. Yes, I, I believe that at the bottom of my heart. Alan, go ahead. But thank you for the call, Alan. Go ahead in Florida. Hey Howard. Hey. I've been a big fan of yours since about '79, I believe. And I'm about your age. I hung around in Boston a lot back when you were in BU and so forth and so on. But at any rate, I just finally saw the human side of Hillary. She was absolutely stellar. She's a yes. person. An absolute human being with, you know, all the flaws the rest of us have. And unfortunately, I didn't vote for her. I didn't vote for Trump. I'm a guy that might vote for Larry the Cable Guy or, you know, something like that. You know, I just... Oh, completely I, waste your Something vote. goofy, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I didn't vote for Larry this year, but let's just say uh, I did vote for a third-party candidate. He was, I don't know, some some economist named something like Kalishnikov or some, I don't know. Don't even remember who the hell he was, but all I right. vote. Well, there you go. I, I, all right, Alan. Thank you. Thank you, Howard. Right. It's a thrill to talk to you. All right? Have thrill a great to talk day. to you, kind of. I don't know what he voted for. <laughs> Neither does he. No. Very memorable. Kalishnikov. I took my vote and threw it. <laughs> hey, Tony. Tony in Missouri. Tony yeah, in Missouri. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a Hillary fan, fan by any means, but uh, uh, there's definitely uh, the 20-plus years that I've been listening to her interviews, and, and, and I can't believe that nobody could get her to the point you did today. And, and I, it's at a loss for her. And, I, and, I, and all these campaign managers that steer them away from you are fucking retarded. 
dumbass. Yeah, well, put it, you know, look, probably at the time she thought she had it locked up and they probably didn't want to take a chance on me. But all right, listen, water under the bridge. But I do agree with you. She came off so well and, and uh, it was so interesting. Everything about that was interesting to me. Um, but that's, what that's exactly it. That Trump made himself available to, to everyone. He and did. That's what got him a lot. Absolutely. And, and how how can you? <laughs> I think we lost him. Yeah. I, I don't think he's calling from Mars. We barely had no Missouri. It was, <laughs> well, it was that period of time on the satellite. That's the guy they needed to reach in the election. <laughs> the guy in Missouri who, yeah. was, who had a bad phone connection. <laughs> Uh, Robin, anything else you want to hit before we scram? Well, the most important story to me is this TV spying that the FBI has been talking about. Yeah, you and me both. And so um, NBC's Gabe Gutierrez has some tips for us. Oh, yeah? About what we can do to protect our privacy. 119. Yeah, I won't even be naked in front of my TV. Well, who wants that? People are looking for that. <laughs> Check your TV settings. On some models, you can turn off viewer information services. You can also disable the microphone. And as the FBI suggests, you can put black tape over the camera. So those are the three things. <laughs> black tape over my TV camera. Uh, well, you got that beautiful TV no. to display it, but now you're going to have to slap some tape on. Oh, I laugh at that because <laughs> I, I put a washcloth over my computer camera. <laughs> I do. When I jerk off only. I don't care if you see me any other time. You don't mind if they see you no. uh, lying in bed if you're watching no. TV? I don't mind that. I just don't want them to see me nude. <laughs> Enough people have seen that and no one was impressed. You know, we were talking with um, Madam Secretary. Yes, Madam Secretary. That's about uh, Nelson Mandela and his realizing that he needed, and I've talked to you about this before, forgiveness is one of the greatest tools you can use for yourself. Often people don't want to forgive the people they're upset with because they think that's letting that person off the hook. But in truth, as Mandela said, it's eating you up inside and not really doing anything to the person you're hating on. Yeah. And so to rid yourself of that is to actually release yourself from prison. And I bring that up because the man, remember the man who was shot in his own apartment by a Texas police officer, that yes. woman who was in the wrong apartment? I remember that. His brother, on the day of her sentencing, after he testified and she was sentenced, his brother asked if he could give that woman a hug. And they walked over to each other. The judge allowed wow. it. And he hugged her in the middle of the courtroom. How is everybody so together? I, I, yeah, and this I, is a very young man. Hey, cousins. And he did that back in October. And everybody's got it together. And yesterday he was given the ethical courage award. Maybe he didn't that. like his brother. He oh, must stop it. No, him. he misses his brother every day. And he hugged the officer. And he said, I needed to forgive. Isn't that something? And so I asked to hug her. That's it. I'm firing my therapist. <laughs> and uh, here he is accepting that award yesterday. And he even says he struggled with whether he should accept the award from this law enforcement group. 120. All right, here we go. My brother was well aware of the danger posed to young black men due to the misconceptions about color. 
that seem particularly pronounced among the law enforcement community. Evolved guy. What can I tell you? That's a pretty amazing yeah, story. So uh, that's what it means to be extraordinary. Yeah, he didn't well. do the ordinary. He's <laughs> attempting extraordinary. Hey, Art, what's up? Art in Pennsylvania, Ron. Art, oh, my God, Howard. You are the motherfucking bomb bat. Now, you don't know what that means, but that means you are the best interviewer really? at all times, okay? Hillary, I did vote for her, and I was really pissed off that she didn't come on your show. But just seeing this right now and hearing her right now, I think she should run again. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think she should. How you say? Whoop, whoop. I think she really should. <laughs> <laughs> the voice you're putting on is getting creepy. Well, you know, it was an interview that turned it around for Richard Nixon. He was never planning to run for president again. Right. And he went on laughing or something. No, it Where'd was, he go? Uh, I think it, I'm trying to think if it was, it was the, the Tonight Show, I think. Right. With Johnny Carson. And he came off so well because, you know, when he was running against Kennedy, he came off terribly. Right. Horribly. As, you know, a politician and a public speaker and and so forth. And when he went on The Tonight Show without an agenda, he came off as so down to earth with a sense of humor. And that propelled him back into public life. Yeah. So you never know. What I never you know. Can do. I never know anything. <laughs> Let's hope because... Uh, Certainly, I would uh, be honored to have her represent me. There you go. Uh, anything else, Robin, or you hanging it up? You know, I told you these kids are dangerous. What kids? Any kids. Kids Savannah are dangerous. Savannah Guthrie has missed a few days of work. What happened to her? One nine. She called into the Today Show or the Today Show right. to talk about it. One nine. I got hit by Charlie through a toy train right at my eye. Who's Charlie? Your husband? Her two-year-old son. Oh, okay. And it tore my oh, retina. Oh my God. Yes. And, um, Jeez. it happened last week actually. Oh. And then I lost my vision in my right eye about 24 hours later. And then I would send that kid away. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. You, you cheat. Is this the start of one of those horror films yeah, where the kid retina. is going to, uh, do other bad things? Of course. Was this kid Chucky? <laughs> he tore her retina with a toy train. He's got a good aim for a two year old. Ridiculous. Hit her right in the eye. Mm. Kid could should go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, I, right. I I don't know if he even understands. That kid might be a Ukrainian dwarf. Did you see that on <laughs> Dr. Phil? No. Yeah. There's was, Ukra Ukrainian dwarves, and what did they do? And uh, they, these people gave adopted her, and then they gave her away oh, because... Oh, you're talking about that kid. Yeah. They thought she, they, they accused her of being a 33-year-old. Yeah. Meanwhile, Dr. Phil got to the bottom of it. She was, she's, she was the right age. Right. Yeah. They were busting her balls. You know that was the plot of a movie I called know. Orphan. Yeah. I think they saw that movie. <laughs> I think that's what happened. They saw right. the movie and they thought their their adopted Ukrainian kid had a problem. I told my kids, you if you tear my retina, <laughs> you're out of here. I'm going to treat you like a Ukrainian dwarf <laughs> adoptee. But yeah, so right. she she had to take some time off from work. She literally lost wow. her vision. Oh my god, that's amazing. She's chuckling about it, no less. 
Well, what are you going to do? Well, I know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. The Democratic field of uh, candidates for the nomination got a little smaller yesterday when Kamala right. Harris yeah, announced played. that she will be dropping out of the race because she is out of money. Uh, one of the things she said was, I'm not a billionaire. Oh. And so I need donations and I cannot, in all good faith, ask my supporters to keep giving to a campaign I don't think is viable. Meanwhile, they say that Michael Bloomberg spent more this week than she's raised in her whole campaign. He's got dough. On uh, these commercials he's blitzing certain areas with. I haven't and, seen the commercial, but I heard it was good. And he's going up in the polls. He surged past Kamala Harris in the Democratic primary poll after this blitz of commercials. So uh, it does work, right. as Hillary said. Advertising works. Right. Some things I'm uh, learning about Melania Trump today. Melania Trump. Was speaking to kids in Baltimore, you know, like the president had some not so nice things to say about Baltimore a month or two ago. And then uh, Melania on her own, she is, uh, you know, trying to make some headway with the opioid crisis that is plaguing the country. And so she went to speak to young people in Baltimore about um, the opioid crisis. And they're saying she got the worst booing she's ever received at a public event where she's not with her husband. One seven. Be safe. May God bless you, your families and United States of America. Thank you. Where was this? In Baltimore. Getting booed? Yeah. So, yeah, that was not a great reception. And then um, there's a new book coming out. She should have been like, und fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what she did say was, look, you may not be, you know, willing to hear what I have to say, but I am still going to speak up for you. Right. Which was nice. And uh, there's a new book coming out about her. Oh, yeah. Soon. And they say in the book, it's a CNN reporter, I think, who's written this book. They say that she and Donald Trump don't share a, a bedroom. Oh, that's a shame. She's actually on another floor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the second floor in the master I'd bedroom. Be like a, I'm, I'm catching a vibe. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Wow. She's on the third floor. She's taking over the whole thing, and she right next door has her glam room, mm. um, where she gets prepped. So every is the day implication they don't fuck hair. at all? Well, that's sort of what you know they're trying to imply. They say that they're not the first um, presidential couple that has not shared a bedroom. Jackie and uh, John Kennedy did not share a bedroom, but there were numerous stories about him running into her bedroom and her running into his bedroom. Oh, so they banged. That's what they're implying, Howard. I see. And they're saying they don't see much running around 
between Donald and Melania. Is, I guess what they're no one's running up and down. No, 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 nobody's trying to get up a staircase or down a stairs. <laughs> nobody's that anxious <laughs> to see each other. Yeah. Donald's probably like, I'm just going to beat off. I'm not going to bother Melania. <laughs> you know, I could go upstairs, but yeah. uh, I'll just stay here and beat yeah. off. They got free porn on the internet. <laughs> it's just simpler than climbing the stairs. All right. So I think we should end there. All right, today. Robin. That's a that's an appropriate place to end. Yeah. Uh thank you, Robin.